where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Good news. I did buy a new mixer, but it didn't work. When I plug it into my USB, it overpowers the USB, so I had to return it, and I'm going to get another one. So you're going to have to endure this for a little while longer. But, you know, in some ways, you just raise up your audio, and it's you can still hear me. All right, so today we're going to talk about, and this was suggested by a subscriber, what to do if you are cohabiting with a woman and you have a kid with her out of wedlock and you're wanting to get out. Yeah. It's an interesting situation because, you know, we focus on the obvious stat that women are the ones who break up marriage. Statistically, this is true. 75% total marriages, 90% if they're college educated. And so typically, we don't see men as the victim because there could be legitimate, but typically illegitimate reasons for the woman to want to break up the marriage and therefore break up the family. And then those poor kids don't have a father. And then you, you kick in the stepfather effect, which is higher rate of incarceration for the kids, higher rate of drug use, higher rate of dropping out of school, higher rate of sexual abuse, physical abuse by the random fathers or stepdad that comes into the kid's life, higher rate of murder and all these things. But there are men who made the mistake to cohabit. We have that episode, Seven Reasons Why You Don't Want to Cohabit. They made the mistake of having a kid out of wedlock, but it happens. It happens. Think about it. We really, we really wouldn't have abortion if we didn't have fornicators. We wouldn't have sexual transmitted diseases if it wasn't for adulterers and fornicators. If we all followed the Ten Commandments and did it the way we used to do it pretty much as a whole in society where the man would marry a virgin and then not stray. And of course, they went to whorehouses still and so forth. But if we did follow the rules of, of, of the Bible and of the church, Imagine how much better our society would be. Down out shall kill, murder, steal. No, we wouldn't have any crime. We wouldn't need police. You're like, oh, Gregory, you live in a Shangri-La utopia. Well, I mean, theoretically, we all have free will. I know we all have the sin of concupiscence, right? Seven deadly sins are in us. But theoretically, if all of us worked hard not to sin on the seven deadly sins and to follow the Ten Commandments, society would be infinitely better. But either way, there are men who were blue-pilled, they may be purple-pilled because they decided not to marry the woman or maybe the woman didn't want to marry them. And they're in this situation now where they maybe stumbled upon some red pill content and they realize what we talked about a lot on the content is true and they want to get out. But they don't know what to do because they have this child with this woman 
And again, men have a much higher threshold for bad marriages than women do. Women have a higher threshold for pain, or at least that's what they say. But men will tolerate a bad marriage longer. Men will go years without sex. Men will go years being raged at and just internalize it and just stay longer at work or just on the way home stop a block away and binge on Taco Bell because they just don't want to go home or they'll drink too much, happy hour stuff, who knows, whatever. But they'll tolerate it. So you have these men that are in this situation and they don't know how to get out. And it's a tough situation to be in. And really, I don't think there's really good cookie cut answer to give here as to what to do. Because you've put yourself in a quandary. And a lot of men do this. We know that this is like the slippery slope of relationships, right? Especially if you're blue pill. You start dating somebody, you fall, quote, in love with each other, close quote. It's a Shangri-La happiness, la la la, you're skipping in slow motion, da 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 da. And then you think, wow, this is great. And then, you know, they, she spends a night at your place one night, then it's a week, then one of you broaches the topic of moving in, and you move in, and whoops, one of you doesn't contracept. She gets impregnated, hopefully by you, not by another man, and you, you're raising another man, you're a cuck, another man's kid. And now you're like, oh, and then things are still okay. And then after a year two, you're like, oh, yeah. And then she's nagging and raging and has gained weight and all these things. And you're like, I want out. Or maybe you're like, maybe she's still decently cool, but you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Well, you kind of did. You know, when you put penis in vagina, you kind of do. And we know men don't have reproductive rights. If a woman wants to have that abortion, doesn't matter what you're going to say, she'll get the abortion. If she wants to keep the baby, no matter what you say, she's going to keep the baby. Men don't have reproductive rights so once you put the p in the v right there go your rights and you didn't think about that it was a maybe an oops pregnancy seems like there's a lot of those right <laughs> what do you do okay so on one level you know if i end this relationship a she's probably not going to take it well because likely you are bringing in more of the money than she is. So she understands on one level, you're no longer going to be the human ATM machine for her. B, women typically hate being alone. And she'll be a single mom. So she'll have to go back on the market. And look, a lot of women understand that they can get on Tinder and get banged within one day. A woman walks into a bar and propositions 30 men, married or single, and 28 of them will bang her if she's averagely attractive. That's just the nature of intersexual dynamics. A good-looking man can walk into a room and there's 30 beautiful women, married or single, and you know maybe 15 will bang him. Still, a lot will bang him, but it's a different it's a different kind of dynamic. We know the dynamic where if a woman Women's the gate. The women are gatekeepers for sex. Men are gatekeepers for relationships. So, if a woman's opening up her legs, most men will take that offer. Married or single, married women don't be don't be denied. Unless he's a very religious man, most secular men will will cheat. Especially if they think they can get away with it. So, 
she can get back on the market, but in terms of her finding the next uh, human ATM machine plow horse, it might be harder. So that she's not going to handle that well. Then in her solipsistic mind, she'll say, you put me in this situation, blah, 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 and all the anger and raging, even though you maybe didn't put her in that situation. You offered to move her in, which helped her out because probably her finances weren't as good as yours. She's probably saving money by the fact that she's living at your place. And you're probably still doing enough of the cooking and the cleaning. So actually, she's worked out well for you in terms of, of you being good for her. And in terms of her getting pregnant, I mean, look, women are responsible for contraception, right? So if she got pregnant, it takes two to tango, and she's one of the two. By the way, she's not going to take a while. So she could go cluster B. She could rage. She could be super angry. She could certainly, you're going to have to deal with custody now. So now, depending on which state you're in, it could be 50-50 with child support. If you're in most states, it's going to be you're paying 20-25% of your total gross to child support. And you have the kid alternating weekends, so you're not going to see your kid that often. It sucks, man. It's, it's a lose-lose. You put yourself in a lose-lose. Now, you could marry her, but why would you do that if you're already thinking about leaving the LTR that you have a kid with? That makes no sense. Plus, you're opening up your finances to getting fleeced even more. Because unless you live in Canada, right? I think if you live with a woman for more than a year, you're pretty much common law married. If you're living in the States, and let's say you've lived with this woman two years, three years, the most she can get from you is that 20-25%. She can't get more because you're not married. So certainly you're not going to marry this woman because you're contemplating already leaving her. So what can you do? Well, really think it through. Really pray it out. Because, again, I would say Christ doesn't like a bunch of bastard kids running around. And we have to be accountable and repentant for our sin. You fornicated. Now a child's in the world. What's the best thing for the child? The best thing for the child is for her mom and dad to stay together. Unless you're a cluster B whack job or she's a cluster B whack job. The best thing for the kid is for you guys to stay together. If you don't think you can work it out, I mean, I mean not for your selfish reasons. But if you think the relationship is untenable, then leave, hire attorneys, go to mediation if it's, it's certainly cheaper, and work out a custody arrangement and try to hope you can co-parent the best you can with her. But just understand, I mean, you're opening yourself up to, the, the woman controls the court system, so you're opening yourself up to, to definitely losing 25% of your assets, and you're not going to see your kid that often. And she could practice parental alienation like many women do, not all women, and poison the kids against you. Your dad left you, blah, 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 blah. And you could have the long litany of reasons why you're leaving, justifiable reasons why you're leaving her, but it doesn't matter. The solipsism doesn't allow her to see. You know what, Bob? You're right. I wasn't the best wife or girlfriend or whatever. I could see why you're leaving me. No, women aren't like that. They're solipsists. They can't see that. It's impossible for them to see that. So if you think it's untenable, that's what you can do. The other option is, again, think about the child. And men are better at thinking about the child than the woman. Think about the child. And if you think this is something that can be worked out, then stay with her because it is the best thing for the child. And I'm not, and it's hard because I understand most MGTOW men are not religious men. They really aren't. They turn their back on God. And the irony is they hate, they hate radical feminism for what it's done to marriage and how it's created these these narcissistic women these thoughts 
yet they don't understand it's the same ideology that created atheism. So they, they embrace atheism, but they, they lament radical feminism, and they don't understand that, that it comes from the same source. So you should really hate both. In America, it was best when it was a Christian nation back in the 19th century, but that's neither here nor there. So if you feel, and you take away your selfishness, and you feel that this woman is somewhat reasonable, and you feel that you can work it through, then you should work it through for the sake of the kid. I'm not telling you necessarily to marry, but for the sake of the child, you need to work it through. Because look, society as a whole right now is broken. We know it's broken. America's in the worst situation it's ever been. Why is it? Because society's made up, made up of broken marriages. And broken marriages have broken kids. And those broken kids grow up to be broken adults who try to get married. And then typically, and this statistic is very clear, kids of divorce tend to, high, tend to have a higher rate of pair bonding and divorce rates. So you have broken kids who grow up without good modeling from their own parents. And then they have a higher rate of divorce and they have kids. So now those kids are broken. So this is why you see this, this horribly high illegitimacy rate, broken families, and of course welfare makes it so much easier for these women to break up families because they get free money from the government. So society is broken because family is broken. And I don't want you to contribute and be another cog in the breaking up of-ness, if that's a word, of family and therefore of society. So if you can make it work, make it work. But the big takeaway is simply don't be in this situation. For you men who don't have the kid, don't get into an LTR and have the whoops pregnancy. Because it's kind of a lose-lose. Like with women who have to go through the choice of, of a woman who gets pregnant, all three choices she has are crappy. She can have an abortion and then have post-abortive syndrome, which is a type of PTSD she'll have forever. Every time she sees a kid that's the same age as the kid she aborted, she has uh, depression and PTSD. She could have the kid with the Chad or Tyrone father, but that might not work out well statistically. Or she could give up the kid for adoption, which is probably the best thing for the kid if she could find a good home, but then she's dealing with the sadness of giving up to adoption. So this would all not be a problem if, you know what, we just didn't fornicate. We just didn't fornicate and have sex out of wedlock. Women wouldn't be dealing with these tough problems, and you, the man right now, would be dealing with the tough problem as to what to do with this long-term relationship woman that you have a kid with. So let's turn back to God. Let's get back to God. Let's get back to the Ten Commandments and try to live a chaste life. I have an episode here on how men should be celibate and chaste. You can do it. Work on all aspects of your life and just be monk and work on your prayer life and work on being the best man that you can be. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review right now. It'll take you five seconds. It helps with the algorithm, getting our message out to more men to help a man. There's two links in the episode notes, one for PayPal if you want to donate some money. And also for Naturopathic Earth, the website, click on that link. It takes you to my website. There's 600 articles and all the podcasts over there. Check it out. On the homepage, you'll see my two books there, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior and Confessions of an Obese Child. Click on those pictures, and it takes you to Amazon where you can buy the books. Now, we're Amazon affiliates, so if you go through our links to get to Amazon, anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. So please use our links. Lastly, if you want to talk, contact me at clarity.fm and we can talk about red pill stuff if you like or weight loss. And lastly, please right now subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man, for Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and for Professions. Thank you. Take care, comments. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. 
subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time. Tributed to Nine Inch Nails.